Real leaders leave a legacy. They capture the hearts and minds of their teams. Their origin story puts the safety and well-being of their people first. Great companies ubiquitously have safe yet productive operations. For those companies, safety is an investment, not a cost for the C-suite. It's a real topic of daily focus. This is The Safety Guru with your host, Eric McCroskey, a globally recognized ops and safety guru, public speaker, and author. Are you ready to leave a safety legacy? Your legacy success story begins now. Hi, and welcome to The Safety Guru. I'm your host, Eric McCroskey. It's hard to believe it, but 2020 is almost coming to a close. Our show started broadcasting this year, this tumultuous year in 2020, as a passion project to improve the world of work. I wanted to bring ideas to leaders and executives who are committed to making a difference. Ideas from a diverse set of thought leaders, from academia, and from real-world practical application. Not speak technical safety, not push a set of ideologies, not to pitch something, but rather to bring a collective of insights from inside and outside the traditional world of safety. That's why we're live here on C-Suite Radio, the largest business network in the world. And their listenership keeps growing. I have two awesome episodes to cap off this year. Today, I will share a reflection of the top 10 ideas I heard from my guests on this podcast in 2020. The next episode on December 31st, we will ring in the new year with Safety's 21 for 21. The top 21 ideas to shape your safety strategy for 2021. A must-listen-to episode with one of our top guests, none other than Dr. Josh Williams. So now, let's start with a year in review, 10 inspiring ideas for safety leaders. Number 10, it would be hard to end 2020 without talking about mental health in the workplace. We had two great guests' insights on this important topic. First, Dr. Madison Hanscom introduced the impact of mental health in the workplace. She shares some alarming stats, including the disproportionate impact mental health is having on our younger generations and the impact on safety. She highlighted strategies for leaders to speak about mental health and remove the stigma. The second guest we had was Kathleen Dobson, who talked more specifically about the disproportionate impact on the construction industry. She talked about the importance of checking in with people, kudos for the work in trying to increase a dialogue of mental health and construction, as she presented on World Mental Health Day. Topic number nine, Dr. Stephanie Andell came to talk to us about some research that was being done in the healthcare space, particularly as COVID-19 hit the industry at an alarming rate, an industry where the focus was dominated by focus on patient outcomes, but didn't often speak about safety from a worker's standpoint. She talked about the huge toll, the exhaustion within healthcare workers, as a number of healthcare workers were often being reduced despite the huge impact of COVID-19 in most wards. Some truly alarming and concerning data points, and we'll try to check in with her in 2021 to see an update on her research. 
Next, we go to number eight. As the world was marking Distracted Driving Awareness Month, we spoke to Brian Kubler, who spoke about his book, The Long Blink, which tells the story of a driver shuttling a truck across Ohio and having a long blink with a cocktail of meds after a first shift following a short night of sleep and permanently altering the life of a family. He shares the quest that the father had taken to try to legislate more focus on safety and how unfortunately, given the nature of the industry, it's unlikely safety will truly improve with that greater focus on legislation. Food for thought as you travel across the interstates. While some progress has been made, too many people continue to die on our roads unnecessarily every year. And it's time for safety to really drive in to the driver's world. Number seven, and speaking of distracted driving and a long blink, we had Rebecca Bossois present top ideas to improve sleep and to improve safety outcomes. A topic we heard a lot of in 2020 as work-life boundaries got stretched and people were having trouble sleeping. She shared some tangible ideas from her research in the space of sleep and strategies to get more of it. Yes, less alcohol, less computers before bed, and of course, many more ideas. And also the importance of leaders speaking about this topic to reduce injuries. I.e. the person who got evicted the night before in a conversation I had with a leader recently, and it was only uncovered because a leader showed active care. Can you imagine if that worker was using some heavy piece of equipment, could have been very easily injured? Kudos for that organization for having had that leader actively care. Then we go to number six. We have to talk about safety communication, such an important topic that we even dedicated two episodes to it. Too many businesses just mail it in with regards to safety communications. First, we had Dr. Josh Williams speak to the importance of one-on-one with employees, how employees who feel listened to put in more discretionary effort. And he also speaks to a quiz that he created, a free quiz with no catch to help leaders see how they're doing at zeroharmleadership.com, zeroharmleadership.com, a self-assessment to help think about how you're doing and how could you get better at safety communication. Well, we also had Dr. Archana Tedon, who speaks about the importance of upwards communication and lateral communication. In other words, how do you get ideas from team members to leaders? How do you get them to collaborate more with each other to improve the world of safety? So, so critical key themes. Then we go to number five. Chris Eurekin came to talk to about us making safety personal. Why I'm staying safe, both at the frontline level and the leadership level. Introducing themes like pictures of a loved ones, uh, introducing a personal conversation from leaders on the importance of safety. Such a simple idea, but something I've been passionate about and advocating for a very, very long time. I wish more people helped make safety real for everyone. We need the discretionary effort of people to stay safe. We need to stop blame, stop getting people to just mail in their safety. We need 100% from each team member and an extra 100% from the company so that we're 200% in for safety. Then we go to team number four. We are back with Dr. Josh Williams, who came with another great set of ideas around safety incentives. For For years, organizational leaders have used safety incentives to try and motivate safety. The rationale was that providing financial rewards for not getting hurt might motivate employees to try harder, quote-unquote, for safety. In reality, this often encourages non-reporting. Plus, people are already motivated and should be motivated to avoid injuries. 
Effective incentives should be focused on proactive safety behaviors and efforts. Rewards should be symbolic and safety-themed. Genuine appreciation and recognition trumps every other incentive and remains the most important piece. And yet, here's another free quiz. No catch, no gimmick. Humanperformanceleader.com, which explores this theme of safety incentives with self-reflection in terms of how you're doing and what you can do to drive improvement. Then we go on to theme number three with Bryce Griffler, who spoke to the importance of diversity in safety. How diversity and inclusion is about bringing different perspectives and opinions to the table. Starting with maybe a union leader to a non-traditional leader that came from a different part of the company, maybe in IT, to the person that has a completely different background. Imagine the power of IDEA, the most innovative company in the world, powered inside your business to improving safety by tapping into a diverse and inclusive group and also increasing the diversity and inclusion within your safety team. I wish more people spoke about, spoke about this. Then we go to theme number two. Now, this was really powerful. Brie Delisi, just a couple weeks ago, shared some tangible, ar- ar- sorry, articulated a tangible leadership equation for safety. Wow, what a story. Two leaders, one that had a TRIR of 2.4 and another one of 0.5. The first one had only improved by 53% over a few years, the other one by 86%. So one was a wow success story, the other one was okay. What was the difference between those two leaders? Three key themes. The first one is the wow leader had 16 items that were articulated with tangible themes and objectives for their team members. Things like inspections, corrective actions, safety projects, and they were rated at 20%. The not-so-wow leader only had four themes, only weighted at 5%. Next, the commitment theme of leaders. The leader that wow spent 15 hours per week speaking about safety, on the shop floor, reinforcing safety, interacting with team members in safety talks, four times more than the leader that didn't wow. That leader only spent four hours per week. They were mailing it in. Third theme is one leader showed up at 7 a.m., at 6 a.m., starter shift meeting, so showed up after the starter shift meeting. That was, of course, the non-wow leader versus the wow safety leader showed up at 5.30 a.m. Why 5.30? Because they started each day 30 minutes with their leadership team to talk about safety operations in a huddle. Then she joined the start of shift meetings to be present at that point. Three key items showing true leadership commitment with real results when it comes to safety. And then we go to number one theme for this year. I absolutely love the name that Dr. Josh William brought to the table. He called it BHOP, the integration of behavior-based safety, human performance. Essentially, too many safety leaders have a dogmatic approach to safety, a very strong ideology. Who cares? The world and business need results, not ideologies that are fighting with each other for airtime. It's time to start fighting, stop fighting between BBS, HOP, and cognitive psychology and any other tool that helps safety. There is no silver bullet. If there was, we wouldn't have a show here. Saying that behaviors don't matter and people have no free will makes no sense, yet some people say that to articulate that our ideas make more sense. He brings some very pragmatic ideas about pushing through a plateau in safety performance 
bring ideas from some of the human performance tools to reduce CIF, uh, to behavior-based safety, some cognitive ideas, really bringing different themes from different perspectives to give you real results. Wow, I love his pragmatic approach to making a difference in safety. What a great set of ideas. Those are my top 10 for 2020. Listen in on December 31st as we look forward to the top 21 for 21. The top 21 safety ideas to make a real difference in 2021. Are you ready to leave a legacy? Join us in 2021 as I have another phenomenal lineup of guests and ideas for you. Hey, and if you know somebody that should be on the show, let me know. Let's make safety fun, simple, and useful for executives and leaders. Let's make a real difference. Happy holidays from the Safety Guru. Thank you. For listening to the Safety Guru on C-Suite Radio. Leave a legacy. Distinguish yourself from the pack. Grow your success. Capture the hearts and minds of your teams. Fuel your future. Come back in two weeks for the next episode or listen to our sister show with the Ops Guru, Eric McCroskey.